Hello, Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Dream Team. I think it's episode 26. Last we left up, the group has just escaped hell. After recovering the hand of Vecna, among other things. And they are now... Uh, they have just watched the results of the Cerberus assault go out through affect the world they're in, and they have resigned themselves to travel through time to attempt to stop this from ever happening in the first place. And we pick up in the dead and dying timeline that they are still currently in. So... I have not chosen my second invocation, and I'm debating Kafesk's next class, or next level. I don't think that's life or death when it comes to combat, so I think we're okay. Yeah, for... <clears throat> so, what do you guys want to do? Um, I'd like to ask the book that who all participated in the Cerberus assault. Well, you already asked your question for the book today, but is there? An... Oh, okay. I mean, you can just wait out. This these. Unless you do anything big, the next few days can just kind of fly by. So, unless you want to do anything really important, like besides the book today, what do you guys want to do? Or, I mean, sorry, we can move on if you don't want to do anything else except the book. from good and evil doesn't work. I was presuming Hero's Feast also doesn't work against fear. Correct. It doesn't even, like, give advantage. I mean, it is wisdom saving throw. Oh, well, yes. Hero's Feast, if it does say give advantage on wisdom saving throws, gives advantage. Uh, I'd say heroism would give advantage, but... Protection from evil and good isn't specifically about protection from fear. It includes it, but it's not its main focus. Well, heroism is, so. Mm -hmm. um, but do we have any worries about being possessed by fear? Is that something to be worried about or not? Because, like, the other angels have, you know, had hopes, but, you know. Is it a problem for you guys? Do you think it's going to be a problem? I think it's going to be a problem. I don't think Mr. White will help us with this problem, either. I mean, in theory, you're still right outside his temple, because that's where we left off, but... So. Yeah, we should probably try and get a fear counter charm, I think. Is that a thing? Counter fear. Mm. I mean, Ascar still has her crystal for Mr. White. Should, should I do anything with that? Should I, like, give it back? Should we get new ones? Uh, 
Christmas, this... arguably ask him, be like, hey, can we get some fear crystals? We want to go fuck up the preacher for one year. Okay, so regarding your fear crystal, this was the one you had before fighting Tiamat, correct, Star? Yeah. Alright, then it is also full, just to clarify. I mean, he's starting to walk back into the temple if he wants to try and shout at him to convert. This is, is this the same day as Avernus, or have we taken a long rest? Uh, it, you have taken a long rest, yes. Oh, okay. That was the level up, too. So, I think the only person missing anything currently is Bryce. Is miss, I mean, Bryceus is missing a couple ascending slots. So the thing with Mr. White, say he has like a barrier around. Yes. Temple. I say barrier. In mechanical terms, it's a forbiddance. Ah. Uh, just literally everyone. Kind of yes. Barrier, I could just probably like uh, dimension door through it. Well, me mechanically, I don't think it can be forbiddance because I don't think it can target mortals. So, I suppose it is more like a wall of force if you wanted to try and dimension door in. It's a bit strange. It's not exact. But if you wanted to try a dimension door in, you could certainly try. Shoves boot into the forbidden zone. You're, ah. you're expendable. Go, boot. Well, I mean, you, you make that joke, but I mean, if you're not bringing me back in time with you, I mean, I kind of am. But also, we'd have to go find you in the previous time, which means we're probably gonna have to find our previous selves. And we'd all be in Avernus. And we, yes, we'd all be in Avernus, and after that, we wouldn't know where we were. So I'm but, coming with you through time, then? Uh, you'll kinda have to. Woo, I'm not expendable, yay! It's a new, it's a new feeling for me, not being but, expendable. If Stipple's here... Uh, he can be. Stipple, stipple, stipple. You don't need to say it three times, Ayla. Same difference, either way. Uh, this is more for when we go back. Uh, what happens if we see our past selves after they exit Avernus? Stipple's, like... stipples just shrugs. You don't even know. No. Should we try it? Well, I would say no, of course, but I already know you're going to do it regardless of whether I tell you to or not. Oh, boy. But destroy the universe. I don't think that's going to happen, though. We'll just fuck up the timeline, or will we have, like, evil versions of ourselves? Would that make a good version of me? To be honest, uh, I think it will cause more damage having you both around rather than if one were to be destroyed. 
we should go kill ourselves. It's or certainly a possibility. Self. And by damage, do you mean damage to time or just damage? Dam damage to the time. I d oh, yeah. As much as I'm time savvy, it's more fate is my specialty. Time travel itself is still a confusing topic to me. Hasn't Aylor met the time police boys? Yes. You met I'm one. Ask Where the heck are the time police? Can we I... ask them? I actually don't know what you're talking about. I remember there being oh, wow. a blank in my my uh, future site, but I can't. Rem I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, there were time police at one point. It was nice. I'm sorry, what, Aylor? Time police. There were oh, time police. Time police. is like, yes. There was a time traveler and his horse, I think. That saved us from the preacher. I don't believe this because you're telling me this, Bryceus. Yes, it was... It was strange. Uh... They were wielding weapons very similar to yours that I had never seen before. Interesting. Wasn't one a warforged? Yes, that was the horse. Yeah. I thought the rhino was a warforged. It's a druid. Warforged. So he's a mecha horse. Warforged horses? A druid warforged? Come on, that's just a transformer. What? Aid. It's literally in the same book. It's in Exploring Eberron. I didn't know this. There's literally transformers. This was more of a spore druid with flavor with nanobots, but there is transformer druids. So. All out. I mean, yeah. Under what circumstances did you meet this time traveler? I can't remember. Dracolich. Yes. Dracolich? We were being attacked by a Dracolich, and we didn't know at the time, but also Duma, and a oh, re a like under and a lichd trip, and have you met Trip, right? A star? I did. Trip and Mrs. Windflyer. And the preacher. He was very agitated. Uh, and to be honest, we had our backs against the wall, and then the time traveler came in, and something went wrong, but it saved us in the process. Yeah, I still don't remember. And we were that. deposited two weeks later. In the same space. And then the time traveler vanished, and we haven't seen him since. My buddy got fired. What? Who are you saying what to, me or Alar? Alar? I mean, as he said, something, unless it went right, but I think it went wrong. Um, which means he screwed up his own job. Which, I think time stuff is a pretty important job. Considering Stipples doesn't even know who this man is. Uh, well, s speaking of time matters, I am not the expert in 
chronergy. Divinitation is my specialty, but there are others who have learned this, this, the secrets of chronergy. Uh, Maybe we should go to that one dude. The desire dude. About it. The guy tried to give a heart attack? No. Oh boy, I had forgotten he existed. Alright. I didn't think of that. Unless that place is besieged, but you know. Huh. Sipples thinks for a moment. Uh, no, should be fine. Um. Uh, but I was going to recommend either the primary of the primary syndicate or, well, the preacher is very adept in chronergy, but I'm not sure if he will tell you the answers you seek. Oh, you won't. Uh, let's go find the primary. Wait, is she still alive? Primary? Yeah. Of course. Is she still alive? No. Oh. The primary was safe during the time. We made sure of it. Seas, however, was an uh, an unforeseen casualty, but not one that I would object to. Although I suppose Zordea and Drugenvoss will have to have a discussion with the Blood Queen about the retrieval of the uh, pseudo ring. suppose Actually, if Tiamat has the artifacts now and we go back in time would she still have them because gods are unaffected by time shifts or their astral uh, forms and mentality are not uh, shifted but their physical forms and physical items will be put back to where they were at the time alright or it's strange, because you're moving through time. I don't know. It's very complicated. Uh, but the short version is no. And, if, and um, well, I suppose from your very strange ability, he says to you, um, Jacob, you've gathered that Tiamat is not the one that has the artifacts. Don't say his name again, boys. No, I said Loki. I saw his name. Yes, but there's Locke in there, and I'm... Well, from my knowledge of how that ability works, I think he would hear you regardless of how many times you said it, but... He just makes it... He's just stubborn in the fact that he usually just has people say it three times. Well, I kept you alive, so yes, they are they are they are all aware. 
be with you? No, but I have... I'm too much of a threat to them to make, make me an enemy, but... They know my interest lies with that theirs more my interests lie with them more than you, but or at least they think as much. Can you even really help anyone with your fate powers or isn't that against Oh, I definitely can, I just choose not to. Yeah. Against your code, basically. Yes. Although, I'm definitely starting to get more and more open to the thought of being more direct with my powers. That's terrifying. Well, not for you, at least. It might end up being that way. I mean, we've had you as like a Swedo ally before. And then you didn't turn on us. Wait, hold on. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> what? Nothing. Forget what I said. Oh, alright. Half, half our... I mean, we've, we've been axed at before, like, twice by people, but I can't remember who they are. Oh, I, I can't remember, and Miss he just kind of turns his head to the right to look at Mr. White's temple. I still haven't woken up yet. You've been awake for the last... What, six hours? Time that I've spent awake does not matter. I am not awake yet. Very well. But... Be careful. My powers are not absolute in your protection. So, I would say keep that pyramid very close by. Okay. Do you have any other questions or need of me? Not that I can think of. Very well. I have business I need to attend to. But before I go, and he turns to you, Jacob. Mm. Be careful with your current trajectory. Tiamat and her, her offspring are known for their deception. Alrighty. And he kind of just walks around the corner and he's gone. Sans? What? What, Cade? Nothing. Cans? Cans, of course. <laughs> I said Sans. Oh. Oh my gosh. No. Uh, the preacher is still Sans. The preacher is a very shitty version of Sans. <laughs> Excuse you. The preacher could definitely beat Sans in a fight. He has more than one hit point. What could he beat? Uh, 
The suspense is killing me. Don't, don't, don't let it kill you. I, there is no punchline anymore. I forgot, like, half the characters in freaking Undertale. Oh my gosh. Frisk. Oh, I don't know. Can he... Is the preacher able to or not able to just punt a child? You see, genocide would never happen if any of the monsters were able to just punt Frisk, because that'd be easy. Well, Frisk dodged everything that they threw at her. That's not true. Like, Frisk can't dodge anything, basically. So now we know that if the child was in his way he like and was actively holding like holding a knife to him he would probably punt the child yes he doesn't go out of his way to kill children but I'm just gonna get that information so gang What's your next plan? Are you going to go investigate some of the battle scenes, or are you going to... Try to go to check out Oak, Oak Pub. Oh, well, I mean, you know that's, what it's gonna be like. That's the one you've already been to. You could go try and speak with the primary or the uh, the one person. <laughs> I'm gonna need to look his name up again. The crater kid. Uh. Oh no! Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. The Waco. Somewhere in here. That's probably too far up. But I'm gonna keep scrolling anyways. Arias Patron Patronus. Why can't I pronounce my own names? Arias Patronus. It, yeah, it's too, actually his name is two Harry Potter spells. Get it right. His parents knew he was going to be a wizard. I wasn't like the wizard. Or do you guys just want to wait till the next day so that you can read the book? Uh, let's go ahead. I think I was, well, I probably wasn't the only one with questions for the book, but. I have some questions. Do we want to take a long rest and then go? Well, we can probably try to speak to the private. We can probably just talk to him first. Yeah. I say we talk to him. The primary? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jacob. Okay, locate. What? What? Well, you're the only one with a super broken ability, so... Yeah, locate. What's this, the primary? I'm pretty sure you have to have seen the creature once before, which I'm probably gonna instate after this, but with the Raven Queen helping you. Um, 
you find the primary is still on the island that the fear angel was on. And, okay. there, and his life force seems strong but tainted. So, are you guys gonna pour it over there? It takes some a couple of attempts because the first portal you you try to open are like right next to him, but they don't open and they kind of flicker out and fade. But then you open a portal that's essentially right next to the island he's on, and it opens, uh, kind of fizzling a little bit, but it's holding for now. We'll go through. Uh, Jacob, remember, you now have wings. <laughs> yeah. Like, boys, boys. Do you have something you could give up when it comes to attunement, or am I just gonna have to I wave the... Oh, you have that attuned still? Yeah. Oh, yeah, then wave that. <laughs> Take that off, because I didn't want to wave the attunement on a vestige of calamity, so... Yeah. And remember, your AC is minus one from what it was before. Oh no. I can, use, I can use the shield as a shield now. Yes. I agree that, right? Sweet. I have an armor class of 19 again, boys! Congratulations. Yes! The flying freaking... Bird of and now metal. Warcaster is doubly helpful. Yeah. Huh, it's almost like it's one of the best feats out there. Obviously Tavern Brawler is the best. It was it was passable until You, you joke, but I put Weapon Master on the Plague Doctor because I needed an excuse for why he knows how to use a rapier. I want to hear the picture of the tail. You want it? So fun. We should all just get like a form of pa freaking tavern brawler. It's called the unarmed fighting style. Come on, man. Wait, I should obviously uh get some. Uh, things from Weed Mageddon that's happened everywhere and then make wine out of that and give it to the clerics in the past and be like hey, this is why you gotta work with us they why get the weird do you it in the past? what? why are you giving it to them in the past? wait, are they here with us in the future? I don't everybody... know everybody who helped us is here, isn't they? yes so, your team and anti-lock. I assume so. Hey, Larics, I, I promised you wine. Do you want weird wine? No. Why? That's a scowl, too. Are you talking? To all of them. Well, that's a scowl, Capesque, and Briseis. No, thank you. How weird are you talking? Uh, 
as weird as the DM decides at the time. The weird stuff from where the wild magic hit. And I Wait. make a wine out of it. Oh. I'm going to have to say no thanks. Wild magic wine. I really don't think that's how wine works, but I'm just gonna let it slide for now. Fermented random stuff. Yep. Fermented ground bubblegum. Lines up a freaking sword, throws it into the freaking wine. Ground sword, it's gonna give you a plus one to attack, boys. And lead poisoning, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> they don't have to know. Cancer is a small price to pay. Alright. So you all enter the island. Everyone can fly. Except... Oh, well. I mean, everyone on Dream Team can fly, except a star for extended periods of time. But... It's like a 30... It's just like a 15-foot swim onto the island. Well, I it's definitely not far enough to burn a channel because at least someone else can carry you, e even if it is. Well, probably carry the best to swimming in full. No, oh. he's not swimming in plate now. He's at half plate. No, he's in breastplate. And we'll see if he goes worse than it was. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. We get to the island. Yeah, everyone gets to the island. Bryceus and Alar just carry some people. It's great. Oh, and Jacob, because Jacob's as strong as Alar is without the gauntlets of ogre power. But I still have the gauntlets. Cool. And you're wearing the mask and the shield? Uh, I should probably keep the amulet of non-detection on. Oh, wait, I took off the gauntlets, didn't I? I yeah, I think well, you, you did. Yeah, I did. You're tuned to the yeah. mask, your amulet, mask, mask, amulet, shield, and armor. Because the shield isn't... You're oh, not yeah. attuned to the shield. I just have it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So right. just mask, shield, and what? No, sorry, mask... Armor and amulet. Although I suppose Stipples is kind of okay. looking out for you, so I guess you don't need it. It's always good to be terrified. Sure. And Jacob has the plus two weapon as well as the So I need how many infusions do I have? Alright. So you all appear on the island and uh as you get on there you feel that it's just kind of lightly cloaked and abjuration magic just throughout. Uh, I'd say Alar and a star, you can make Arcana. Oh, and Bright's there too. A Bright, Alar, and a star can make Arcana checks. Kind of figure out what this magic is, Anna, if you want to. That. Seventeen plus four, twenty-one. All right. Uh, 12 plus 4. 16? Uh, 14. 14 right. total. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, the you two, you feel abjuration magic, and you just kind of go, "Okay, it's abjuration magic. This is normal." But Alar, you kind of tap into it, and it you know what abjuration magic feels like a little bit. Like it, it's. Um, I mean, yeah, but this was more like the people that have been just saturated with magic, just kind of passively noticing. Oh, okay. I mean, you can, but this is, that would just be more like actually investigating what to see, to see what kind of magic it, it is. But ALR, you feel, instead of defensive magic that you felt before with like shield and warding bond and stuff... This feels more like the amulet that the magic that comes from your non-detection amulet. So it's not trapping magic; it's hiding magic. I will really not party. Like, hey, this is this is like non-detection. But it seems um, the magic has somehow been disrupted. Because. Big whoop. Big surprise. And boys, it's disrupted. Something's probably going down. Um. Kind of just mentally coming to terms with how many artifacts ALR is now strapped up with. I have two. You have three, three. including the Godslayer Blade. <laughs> and I have consent from my artifacts to, to use them properly. Gosh, that sounds bad. Whatever. Um. And they're all dudes. <laughs> Alar gay confirm. Um, we could just be bros with them. Yeah, just be bros. Like you, no, no one else said it except you. So I mean, just have a bromance. I'll just cast if Alar's gay or not. I mean, I could. I mean, we're all, we already know he's a simp, but Alar's Alar. No, no, you've spent. Like, a, a year plus out of game, having your character simp over a, over the enemy, so I'd say he's a pretty strong simp, so. And the only reason he stopped simping is because the desire got sucked out of him by god-level magic, so. Yes, but no longer does he have to simp for anyone anymore. Except he will, but that's besides the point. So. Voluntary simping is still simping. Well, I mean, all simping's voluntarily. It's just whether or not Cade is voluntary to it. So. Yeah, but you guys move in and you kind of look around and you see the uh as you approach the center of this island it's not very big and you see the same sort of magical runes and chains 
that you had saw beneath Mr. White's place that had been moved multiple times. Uh, you now see that they are empty as the chains have the chains lay on the ground and the pillars uh, and the the runic circle seems to be deactivated. The whole area. Am I the one who warned them that something was gonna happen and they should increase security drastically? I think you all kind of warned that. I'm the one who almost got it to freaking blows, but that's besides the point. Well, yeah. I'd like to turn to whoever I recognize here and I'd like to say I told you so. There's literally no one here. Oh, well, that's not... Except, except you see one little sort of shack house that has a light on in it. Onwards to the shack. Alright, you approach the cottage area and you... The door is unlocked and you can enter if you want to. Um, but... Nisha and probably a star is the only one with high enough passive investigation. You notice as you're walking past is that the chains were not broken. Uh, they were just set free. They were just unlocked. You enter and you see a... Uh, a very a pretty small cottage, although it seems slightly bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. And sitting down at one table, just sl slowly re leafing through a book, is what looks to be a very old elf. Like his hair is starting to gray. It still looks like a person in probably his er early late fifties, but for an elf, that's ancient. Good morning. Are you the primary? I've been called that by some, yes. It's just a yes or no question. Um, oh, I, I answered yes. After a beginning. But, ah, uh, so you're the primary. That is correct. Uh, we need information on time. Time magic. What happens if we go back in time? Uh, well, time travel is nigh impossible. It's a very complicated ri Wait, who are- Never mind. Who, who do you think we are? I figured it out. I should really say, who do you think you are to come in and ask these questions of me? We think of Trinity. Uh, some idiot can fix this. What is that we fix? Something that would enable time travel. Uh, everyone being dead. But not everyone's dead. Lots of people. Lots of people died. Oh, yes. Uh, a lot of our, of our allies are dead. Yeah, but a lot less people can be dead if we accomplish our mission. That's why we've come to ask you. What happens if we go back in time? fix this, and then meet our past selves. Well, I don't suppose... I'll humor you for now. Let's say... Well, I'm gonna message him and say, we have a powered up 
Kind of sits up at that, looks, and Jacob, you're wearing the pyramid, aren't you? The harness. I think so. Interesting. Uh. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, who has? Um. Well, hypothetically speaking, if you just met your past selves, I'm going to need more details. Okay. So. Montage explain. Yes. Yeah. I see. Well, I suppose if you just met your past selves, nothing would happen. But you'd be cutting this timeline off from the main, the main web of time. It's a bit of a complicated subject, but the dead timeline would still try and write itself, and it would interact unfavorably with the living timeline. Uh, there would be paradoxes in certain places that would be affected by the events happening in this time uh, until everything from the well, everything from this dead timeline uh, or whatever copy of it exists in the living timeline was removed so that there is only one copy of everything it would get progressively worse the more the copies exist how do we delete a timeline? Well, naturally, every, as time progresses, timelines just get progressively more, and they just begin to decay as choices are made that prevent them from happening, or uh, as time goes on, as they say, and those timelines are just, those potential timelines are just left to decay to the into the it, this is all hypothetically speaking timelines are not physical things but the way you're describing would be an unnatural murder and resurrection of two timelines that have already existed and one that has already died so this mass let's call it chrono necromancy would cause a fair amount of problems, but the best way to remove it would be to, to try and bury as much as the current timeline as possible. So don't bring anything back with us. Well, that would help, but the main problem is that there is going to be two of you. So kill our other selves. I think that would possibly cause the most damage. Because it would be... I want two ALRs. Because that would just be a foreign entity 
just foreign entities existing in opposite timelines with no way to rectify them. And okay. it's like a disease in a body, but it's the body's... I, it's difficult. It's like a cancer. The body would tr be trying to fight itself in the time. That could, in theory, cause a collapse of both timelines. Okay, what we would consider a apop apocalyptic event in the primary syndicate. So I would not recommend doing that. It would be best to just remove your other selves from the timeline and bring as little with you through the gateway as possible. Alright. Although I'm curious, what do you intend to do on the other timeline? Prevent at least the chaos part of this from happening. I like my answer better. Mm. <laughs> That's... Try to mitigate the damage that's already been done. Uh, you guys see Bryceus start to get nervous as he looks around the room. And then you... Good. Uh, yes, yes, I'm fine. Um, hey, what do you sense? Subtle, Alar. Real subtle. Quick turn on your divine sense. Uh, yeah, I will. Oh, okay. Uh, Alar, you turn on your divine sense, and you get a horrid stench of undeath. Coming right uh, from the primary. Oh, wow. What was it, Alar? That's why you're alive. He kind of takes a step back and then just kind of... I mean, he, you see he's tilt his head back as he looks at you. So well, it is I'm a true. Paladin. Interesting. I'm using that word a lot, I'm noticing, but don't worry about it. Take a shot of water every time I say interesting with this character. Uh... I know. Stop. Um, and then Bryce. Yes. I suppose you now know a secret that no other living being knows. What are you going to do about it? I mean, his my board lady. of directors is still alive, so... My lady. Great, now Jacob's so. simping from the Raven Queen. I'd like Wonderful. To, I'd like to point out... 
he's really this is not really going to matter at least not here because we're just gonna abandon this timeline not if I stop you you want to try and stop us though <sighs> like we do got... I don't I don't think it's I feel like it would be a bad thing to kill you and not you know, it's, it's, we're here to seek your advice, not to kill you. Can I persuade him that it's a bad idea to try and stop us? I mean, you can certainly try. My, my, Mr. Primary, the amount of people we have killed that we really shouldn't have killed because they got in our way is kinda high. And we've fucked with the worst people. We've freaking fought God. Your sexual preferences is not my problem. What? No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> we've, we've fought God. You really want to tango with us, you know? It, we've banished Tiamat from the realm. And we've basically been the reason why Luck died. And we beat Zordea. Without. Uh, remember those were gods. Locke was a demigod, and technically it was Zordea that killed him. Tiamat was only banished because she didn't have enough power to power her. Um... I still count that as a win against a god. Not the way I thought you were going to persuade him, but, you know. wants to fight us, he should know what he's getting into. I'm well aware of what I'm getting into. I know you've tangled with my own god on a few occasions. That is... Now you see he kind of pulls back his uh, collar a bit and you see a symbol that's not exactly familiar to most of you but bright, you recognize it instantly. It's a tail smoke. No. It's Dendar. The, the pseudo-Dendar symbol. A.K.A. the Mark of the Fear Angel. What a goth. Wait, I, don't, I can't see that. You can. I can? No. <laughs> no, oh. Right, what are you gonna do? That's, that's definitely something. It is. You're the one. Sorry, I, I wouldn't know that. I can't ask my question. Do you guys know who Dendal is? That's not. He's a primordial wizard child. That's pretty much all I got. That's practically the mark of him. No. It, it Bright knows by now it's the mark of the, the that mark specifically is the mark of the fear angel. That's mark of the fear angel. Oh, he knows that's the, not a god. He knows that. Wait, does Luke know about the angels? I think yeah. I think they've learned by now. Well, I mean yeah. After going through that tower, I think they do. Yes. I was tasked with making sure she was not 
killed by any of you while preparations were still being made. That's not answering my question. And, well, apologies. When the time came that we thought that you were no longer a threat, I released her. Was that shortly before everything that happened? Yes. I was going to say Bryceus is going to help you, but he got a one, so. You can make me roll with advantage. <laughs> yeah, but he thought he had high, he thought he was going to roll better because he's got higher insight, but that didn't work. Insight. Uh, there's a 17. Be, it's, it's for the, it's, so 17 is what I, um, inciting that first statement that he released her, or that he, that when the time was right, he released her or whatever. He seems to be telling the truth. He released the fear angel. Or at least... Because it was the right time? Yes. Because, he, because uh, she was not whatever he said? What? Like, for the reason that he said he released her? Yeah, because the Cerberus assault happened, basically. That they perceived... That now that the plans had been complete, Dream Team was no longer a threat, so it's alright to release the Fear Angel. I'm sorry, what? Can you say that again? Because of the Cerberus assault, he believed that that was the signal that Dream Team was no longer a threat because of the... Because the forces that were taking part of the Cerberus Assembly no longer perceived you as a threat now that their plans have been completed... They, he believed that you were no longer a threat to the Fear Angel, so the Fear Angel was released. That makes more sense. I... Why did you release her on... Because I owed a debt to her and her disciple from a long, long time ago. Bryceia says, as he kind of takes a moment and has squints a little, I just realized I've seen you before. You're one of the preacher's friends, aren't you? Is this the debt from an old friend or something? He, uh... I'm asking Connor. The... What do you mean? Are you referring to the letter the preacher sent yeah, to Ezekiel? That. It could be. Uh, he says, I'm surprised you know that. But, yes, I am. The preacher and I have been friends for a long, long time. And I've been granted a form of immortality unknown to many through his power and through 
the power of the fear angel. What are you, a witch? I don't think so. I'm something more. Oh, so you're a demi-witch. Uh... I don't know. Because I... I've... I don't know. That's not important. Um... kind of just rolls his eyes. I... I'm conflicted over my existing... over my duties to my friend and my curiosity to see whether if you truly can travel through time. I could end your curiosity. Uh, Say you could end his curiosity? (laughs) I will. I will make you a deal. I will not interfere with your plans, and my other timeline counter self will not interfere with your plans directly. But you must seek out my self in the other timeline and tell him. And he repeats to you this phrase that you don't think anyone would say normally. He, I will know what it means. And I, I hope that you would share your experiences of time travel with my past self. You really aren't a very good primary syndicate leader. Oh? Yeah. I, sh- I collect knowledge and share it freely with those who deserve it. I maintain, actually I've been a great primary syndicate leader, and the only, my only infraction has been my recent release of the Fear Angel, but it was under my own... I'm doing nothing against the creature. He does not interrupt the learning of knowledge, he does not release unknown artifacts into the world. He does not steal from our vaults. He does not disrupt politics too much. My focus... He also does stuff like he did over the whole world in chaos, you know. That's actually... His experiment brought out a whole new layer of knowledge on wild magic that I never thought was possible, and his dealings with the removal of anti-magic is cutting edge, and is a breakthrough. That all wizards can be- all casters can benefit f- from. His fanatical ups- well... His perceived fanatical obsession is a bit concerning, but he is a scholar such as myself. As such, I let him continue his research. If he goes too far, I will interject to stop him. But currently... Oh, no. 
think he's gonna want an answer before we leave. Well, I guess I won't know until you time travel. If you truly can time travel. Oh, we can. <sighs> what are you gonna do, Estar? I'll tell you something that I know about Berser, and then you won't stop us. Interesting. Gosh darn it, I did it again. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Look. He's a nerd, alright? Go on. Uh, what am I gonna tell him? Tell him something juicy that we as a party don't know. Um, I'm gonna tell him that Granix has uh, a Versa-related artifact. Ah, yes. Civil War. <laughs> Very well. Is it dangerous? I... I don't know. Um... I... I can't say. I just know that he has it, and that it's... relatively powerful and definitely could be studied. I love how you're just kind of leaving out the fact that you have, you also have one in like yeah. your back pocket. It hasn't been opened yet. It's good. Well, that is surprising. I did not know that. We had known that Grenex was a follower of Verser, but a tame one. Same with the rest of the black scales. Mm-hmm. Totally. The only person we've been truly questioning as a threat is the Blood Queen, and obviously she's proven herself a threat. We can deal with that in the past. We're gonna deal with everyone in the past. Hopefully. I'm gonna punch Mr. White. <laughs> That's probably not a good idea. Do you regularly go around punching priests? <laughs> then he says... I mean, yes, considering! It's literally one of my favorite pastimes. Watch this, Bryceus. Huh? Yep, I punched Bryceus. Oh my gosh. Make an attack <laughs> roll, I guess. Up, like three temples. I don't care about priests. <laughs> He's not about punching a priest. Who cares about religion? I care about... I don't know what I care really about. Care about people. I care about myself. I care about priests helping me win duels. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, just... Mr. White is... a past colleague of mine, and I would... He's... Very adept in his magical arts. I would not recommend trying to tangle with him. In fact, if I were to state any other mortal that quite has on par with me 
in terms of magical prowess, I'd say it is him. But, do you have any other questions about chronergy or time travel? Um, wait, so what, can, like, condense it down, summarize it, what did you say to do to, like, limit bad things? Uh, Just remove the copies of things? Yeah, kill your, kill your bad selves. Essentially. It shouldn't be hard. Because they won't be at full hit points. Yeah. Except I just... Except you might not be either. <laughs> Depending on what order you do things. Except I just, like, fix the star's hit points. But... So, do you guys accept his deal, or...? He already accepted the deal. Oh. He said very well. I mean, it was- the deal was an offer to you guys to... You know, tell his past self about your time travel experience, but do you agree to that, or are you just telling him to screw yeah, off? We're, we're not gonna give him the secret code. We're gonna, I guess, we'll tell him. Wait, you're not gonna tell him the secret code? Yeah. Or did I just tell him? The verse or fact for fun. I mean, kinda, yeah. I. Buddy, buddy was agreeing to that. Oh, I wasn't aware you were trying to make the deal that you tell him a verse or fact and he just kind of lets you go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean. The secrets of traveling through time in comparison to telling that, hey, the person you thought was a Verser worshipper has a Verser artifact. Um, not, not really on par. I mean, if, I suppose if you gave him a juicier Verser fact, he would prob he might okay, agree. Can we, can we just can I redo that and not give him the the one I gave him? Sure. Um. So, you believe that this fact is equal to the secrets of traveling through time? I'm very in. Gosh, I'm gonna say it again. I'm very interested in, lo in knowing what it is. Listen close, guys. 
We're gonna get a secret. <laughs> I guess you could also just ask the rest of the party to leave the, leave the room, which he may or may not agree to. Or you could just message him, too. So. Yeah, I want to hear the juicy secrets. Cade can hear it. I can hear it? Cade can hear it. I mean, oh. if you say it out loud, everyone can hear it. But if you message him, no, none of the rest of the, the rest of the party's still in the dark. Yeah, that's what I meant. That by Kate can hear it. Alar can't hear it. Well, Kate if you can't. well, if you're gonna message him, I'll just deafen the other two. <laughs> or you could just say, "I tell him that secret," and I'll just be like, "Okay, well, I guess we're doing that then." Alar Jacob, is there anything you want to add to this conversation? Nope. Uh. Alar, are you going to just going to try and stab him for being a preacher friend? Or he's on dead, Not yet. So... Not yet. What do you mean, not yet? When are you planning to stab him? When it feels like So you're, so you're telling him a good portion of everything, because <laughs> that includes the big, big secret, I suppose, within that chart. Oh, yeah. So everything except for the big, big secret, which is... Uh... <sighs> okay. If you're doing that, I don't know. make a pers- If you're leaving out the big, big secret, make a persuasion check. Ye- oh, no. Uh, what's, what's the big, big secret? That I have one of the things? Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess they're both kind of this at the same level, but one makes less sense without the one I sent you. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this the chart has no mention of either of them. Oh. It just has two pieces. I thought one of those pieces is them. Because the, you know, I don't know. 
but make a make a persuasion check to and Briseis is just gonna like casually place his hand on his shoulder and guide you. I don't know how much they know. I mean, like obviously, I mean, like uh, yeah, I don't remember. So basically, just like telling. Oh. Oh. How, how, how much do they know? Because like I don't know how much they know. Do they. They um. Don't they know that the heart exists and that the uh pyramids exist they didn't know they don't know what those pieces represent uh, and they don't know the existence of the other parts so most of the stuff on that chart is new but whether or not it's revolutionary enough to equal Time yeah. travel is up to the persuasion check. Um, guess we just got expertise in persuasion. And guidance. So And I guess Nisha could just break out into song randomly to inspire you. But no one can help help you because they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So who would who would give me guidance? Briseis. Great. And it's up to you whether or not Nisha helps out. drive it home with Flash of Genius. Sure. Or Lucky to not have it be a three on the dice. So with kind of everyone ha- helping you, you use your message and kind of spin the like mental representation of the chart. And he seems to just not along. And you you give him a lot of information. The the more the mass of the information rather than the individual weight that it carries is what sways him. Very well. I suppose if you do truly time travel, then I'll find out one way or another. But for now, you are free to go and attempt to time travel, if you truly can. Although now you see him kind of eye the pyramid on Jacob's chest. Good luck, I suppose. What? What did you say? Here's the hoping. Yeah. 
So you guys leave, unless you have any more questions for him. what to do when you time travel. What's next? Do you have anything else, or do you, we just want to go to book questions? Okay. Go to book questions. All right. I'm going to go try to talk to Mr. Blake again. All right. So you bamf over there. Kind of knock on his door, on the ward a little bit, and after a while he steps out, and he's wearing the power armor now that channels the um, energy. Yes, Dream Team? ALR, now is your chance to stab him, or punch him, because even though there's a ward, you have the Godslayer Blade. I'm not going to do it. Not yet. I'll slap him. I'm going to ask Mr. The, uh, preacher. Or not preacher. Uh, Mr. White. Hey, Mr. White, can I slap you in the past? I don't know. Can you? I don't I mean, know, I can. can. Well, I mean, you can certainly try. Will you freaking destroy me? Depends on how hard you slap me. Okay. <laughs> And how many hit points you have at the time? Hit points? Don't worry about point. it. You might find out soon enough. Ominous much? So, what is it? What is. Is the, that the whole reason you're here, or. To ask if you could punch me, or is there something else? I don't know, just to ask you all your secrets. We could ask you, or we could ask a book, so. The book is a fickle master. I wouldn't recommend asking too much. It's oh, not... so what about the book? What? Oh, so what do you know about the book? Uh, my colleague, the preacher, told me about it. And I saw him using it once upon a time. And every time he used it, he came out agitated. You didn't answer the question right. What? You didn't answer the question right. I was not... He was... I don't understand. He was usually the one to ask questions. I was not aware of him being asked a question. Where did I put my D20? Bryce is just kind of eyes Mr. White suspiciously. What did you ask, kid? Hmm? What did you ask? I asked anything. Oh. I was, at one point, going to fill you in on everything, but now that I know you're going to travel through time, I am less inclined to do so. 
why is that? Because you're going to travel through time, and you'll know things that you're not supposed to know at the time, if I tell you. Although you'll already know, I suppose. Hey, I've been meaning to ask since, like, forever. Um, what's the bandages for? Oh, these? And he kind of lifts up his arm. I, it's, it's a strange process, but the, the pool that resurrected the both of Alar and Jacob, nothing living can enter it. So, I have anointed myself, and my right hand is functionally dead, so that I may pull people from its waters without causing harm. The other members of the church have believed it to have some religious meaning. It truly does not, and that's why they sometimes... That's why some of them adorn themselves with bandages. Religious meaning how? They just thought... They just saw me doing it and assumed it was important. Like it... What? Give him a preacher? Oh, no, the... I... I believe he uses the bandages as sort of a body horror, fear of the unknown device. Or maybe it has religious meaning to him. I don't know. So he's either edgy or religious. Uh, haven't you figured out he's both? <laughs> well, I'd be careful of that term, Alar, because there's pointlessly edgy, and there's deliberately edgy. Am I edgy? If you yes, are, it's pointlessly. Edgy. You're edgy in your own way. I see you have upgraded the Godslayer Blade. I haven't talked about it, but how is that treating you out of curiosity? Um, it doesn't kill as easily, but it does cool things. I'm probably not going to get it upgraded any further than this. Hmm. Intriguing. I was not aware that there's a further step. I got it upgraded by the, um, clerics, you know. Interesting. So, if I probably... Wait, does Alar in character know that if I get it blessed by the actual god, it'll be better? Yes. You don't know the next step, but he knows the... Yeah, if I get it blessed by the actual gods, it'll be better. But I didn't. Alright. So I suppose if you have questions that are not too revealing, I can answer them. Uh, unfortunately, I were—I was just gonna go to the revealing ones, so. Well, I suppose you can give them a shot. You gonna ask him? What are you hiding from us? You know. Ah, uh, surprisingly, not much. I. Honestly, I have been very open about everything. 
the hiding the angel was the biggest thing I was hiding from the start, but I have been public about my alliance with Drugenvast, about my the impurity of my abilities, about the seeking the destruction of the angels, and besides some portions of my past, there is not much I am hiding of you, hiding from you. Who I used to be is someone I'm trying to leave behind, and that's really the only thing I've hidden from you, I would say. Do you, the other two, do you other two have any questions you want to ask him? Nope. Nah. Alright. I have a question for the universe. Why is it most of the times you try to talk to someone it becomes aggravating? What? <laughs> I mean... Like, He's not trying to seem aggravated. He's just. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not asking him. Just asking the universe. Um. Oh, I don't know what you're referring to. I mean, like we just talked to the uh, the. I mean. Uh, the, the. Yes. Uh, dude, and he was aggravating. Okay. Wait, aggravating or aggravated? Because aggravating, that makes more sense. But I mean, the people you've been talking to have been mostly cordial except for Locke. Yes, because Stipples isn't aggravating at all. Well, aggravating, that's different. That's just because a lot of people are annoying. Uh... And you guys aren't in a great situation right now. That's probably the main reason. I mean, if you went to talk to Eclipse, he wouldn't be aggravating. But it's just the people you've chosen to talk to over the last few days. Bryceus asks, am I aggravating to talk to Do you have any other questions for Mr. White rather than the universe? I can't think of any. Because if not, then you could just go back home and then literally ask the universe questions. Yeah, book time! Unless you have other plans. Although, there's been a lot of traveling today. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, besides jet lag, you're mostly okay. Can you imagine how sleep-deprived Dream Team must be from all the jet lag they've been going through? Supposing they were literally on another plane of existence yesterday. Do you think you can get anywhere else with Mr. White, Eva? Or... No. 
I bid you good luck in the pass. If you... I ask, uh, one question. Are you thinking of dealing with the preacher directly? Yes. Kind of. Would he be with help us? If not, I mean, not directly. Since he's pretty by that, but... Cade, of course pro- thrown weapons use your proficiency bonus if you're proficient with them. Oh, cool. Um, All right. Sorry. I didn't know. And yes, spiritual weapon is an attack as a bonus action every turn. Okay, I just needed to know. That's the main draw. Alright, sweet. So, we're either convincing Preacher further or... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, he distracted me. Eva, you were asking about... What? He's willing to give us any sort of aid. Uh, I mean, well, what aid are you looking for? Because you can't get manpower, because that would cause more problems. I mean, and your attunement slots are super full, so... No, I have a free one. Oh, well, the the rest of your party's attunement slots are super full. So, I mean, I mean, you guys are like a walking army. Not many people can aid you. Except maybe to try and outfit the... Well, no, you're not taking anti-lock with you through time, right? I'm taking anti-lock with you. Oh, you are. We're taking everyone <sighs> with us. I really wish you weren't. Because that's literally going to be three parties all at once when it okay. when it comes to the final session. But we want our... it just, It's gonna... That, yes, okay. That's gonna be a lot. I think I'm already going to have you guys just take all your characters' turns at the same time. Like, Eva, all your characters act at one time and Okay, and all your characters act at one time. Okay. Yeah, well, I have one. I was I just two. meaning as an example, but I mean like James and Alar would act at the same time. Yeah. And, and start... Adrian. And Adrian he's too. He's not even there. Alright, he's at the bottom. Oh New Luke. Right. Oh. And New Luke, if you're taking anti lock with you. I mean that's up to you guys. I mean, but I mean, you could get them out. You could get them outfitted. You could. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're not. I. I. This. I. I don't know. I don't know what to say. So, taking anti-lock back time. Um. Like, I'm, I'm willing to not take them back in time, but I don't want to. You, know, you understand? I mean, I get it. Like, from a mechanical and in-universe in, in standpoint, there's no reason not to take them. But from a, like, fun standpoint. And, like, it's like, yeah, and, like, wrapping up the... 
and just like the significance of it standpoint i mean it's up to you guys but i mean i i i don't know really what to say because like anti-lock just doesn't really have mess with the preacher like they're the only party that's been really separated from the preacher this whole time, except for Demi Dice. And even Demi Dice clashed with the preacher at one point during Endgame. But no, but no, they didn't. They didn't. I mean, technically, they clashed with the preacher, but they didn't hurt the preacher. They kind of hurt him. Yeah. Well, they were bombing the primary syndicate mages he was fighting too. Yeah. So. But, I mean, if you want... When time comes to time travel, if you want to take them through time, you can if you want. It, it will just be... To... It will be a, it will, will be a test of your guys' ability as players to take, like, four or five turns. Four or three turns at once. And do it efficiently enough to keep everyone rolling. Honestly, like... Kapeska and Nisha are easy compared to a star and Clora. You just really would be having to think through all of your actions before it comes to your turn. And like it's gonna be like almost twenty characters. So yeah. Godlike preacher and the teleporting cannibal. And I don't know what else. The CR is, from a mechanical standpoint, the CR will be adjusted accordingly to how many people you bring with you. But... Oh my gosh, the action economy. It will be like pretty much 20 to 2. You will be taking 10 actions... For their no, every they have one. Legendary actions, I'm sure. At least the preacher does. Whoop dee doo. <laughs> doesn't. I don't know. It. That's. A... If, he, if he doesn't take them, that's his fault. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Don't call me out like this. But that's a conversation with amongst yourselves for another time. But, is there anything else you'd like to do, or do we want to go to book questions? I say book time. Well, of course you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can see the chat, Cade. I know your attention is not very here. But it is. Somewhat. Are you playing another game on the side? They're in combat on on the other game, so... Hey, it's not my turn yet. I'm good so far. Have you come up with what your turn's gonna be? Uh, stab, stab, slash. Uh, cool. Yeah. Two spear attacks and spectral weapon. You do have, like, a concentration buff on someone, right? Because spiritual weapon isn't concentration. Uh, not yet. I haven't, uh, slapped. Uh, 
Warding bond on anyone yet. Actually, do I even... Warding bond's not concentration either. I could slap a blur on myself. Either way, that's way off topic. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm... If, if the combat's still going when this session ends, I will... If I have to go do stuff, I will try and be, like, helping you guys through combat, but... Alright. Yeah, that's not important right now. Sorry. Is there anything... This is mainly for you, Eva, because you seem to be taking charge here. Is there anything else you want to do before we go to book questions? Because you can still do stuff like the day after you do your first round of book questions. So. And I think if you have more things you want to do after this session's over, because we are a little bit time crunched, you can just message me and say, Hey, I want to do this. Can I do this? And I'll probably allow you to do it. So. Are we good to go to book questions? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So Jacob, you're going to be the first to open up the book. Does anyone want to go first? Uh, do I want to go first? Um. And just for not break. I mean, I will say. Actually, I've already implemented this rule. I think I've told Cade. I'm not sure if I've told all of you. But the more questions you ask, the more vague it will become. Oh, okay. Like, per person? Well, no, not per... Like, it, it's on a daily basis. So, like, if the if the uh, 12 people there each ask you a question, by, like, 5, you'll be lucky if it's even 50% correct. Well, correct or understandable is a better term. Because, I mean... I'm, actually, the Cerberus... We probably figured out what the Cerberus assault really is. Because we know that um, the primary help with helping the Fear Angel escape. So it's... So who do you think the three are? Primary, Preacher, and Drugenbosk. That sounds about right. I thought it was Stipples, Dragon Boss, and Preacher, but okay. Well, the primary is also a nerd. True. But would the Preacher call his friend a nerd? Perhaps. I don't know, I haven't listened back to that episode yet. I'll have more questions once I listen back to that episode. It's funny, because I was listening, I was doing like a dream team i mean a loot team marathon of like the last few sessions yesterday was while i was at robotics and i got to like right before i started dropping lore bombs before i was out of time so even i don't remember what i do remember what i said but so i just couldn't take it at the time like i was just like tired from school and then like yeah and it, there was like ten people, so I it's it's loot with loot team. It's really hard to drop lore bombs and have them sink in. But do you think it's the primary, the preacher, and well, even figuring out who is supposed to be the Cerberus assault isn't the main problem. It's what forces are you going to have to deal with, and what fronts are you going to have to fight on? All right, then I will ask the book. Uh, well, first can... off, you open the book and whoom, you're taken before the giant golem-like being. Uh, 
have you thought on who you are? Uh, I can give a guess, but I have no confidence. Did you say, Caden? Terrorist. Terrorist. Yeah. Uh, nah, that won't fit. Well, supposing I... you're not, and you're, by the definition of terrorist, you are not a terrorist. I am impulsive. This answer is insufficient. Dang. Is that all you're going to uh... answer? Because you do have two for every time you open, so. I am no, I don't have another answer. I am the <laughs> heart of five. Ugh. That answer is almost sufficient. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? You heard me. Ah! Almost sufficient is more terrifying. All right. All right, Cade. What's your question? Um, who all participated in the Cerberus assault, and what did they do? Remember, the broader the question, the more difficult the answer is to be able to understand. Okay, then I'll just ask uh, who all participated in the Cerberus Assault. Alright. You see, like, the the page scrolls to an image that's a, that's a spiral with three forces coming off the center of it. Um... That takes up the center of the page, but you see scrawled in the margins what appears like sort of as a border around it all. It seems to be uh, inter interlaced lines of red and purple surrounding the, the page. But the three sort of heads that come out of this sort of Beyblade-ish insignia in, a, in the center. Shut up. Uh, one you see is a, uh, is a spiraling, uh, tail that leads to a skull-like head, uh, with, uh, with a, uh, yeah, skull-like head and spiral eyes, uh, in the head. And the other one you see is breaks off from the single spiral into five uh, smaller heads um, that are they, you see one's a dragon head one's a dragon born head one's a human head uh, one's a cobalt head and one's a lizard folk head uh, five by five five by five yes and the final one is a, like, every time you look at the image, it changes. Uh, it's the faceless. Nobody gets my joke. This is it an It changes, and 
Oh, it's sniffles. You see these, like... Yeah. Uh, you see these sort of... Sorry. Yeah. It's an image that changes every time, but every time it changes, you see uh, there's... It has three eyes. So there's the head with the three eyes, there's the head with the spiral eyes, and then there's the head that breaks off into five heads. And then the surrounding image is laced with red and purple. I mean, this, the border is red and red laced with purple. Did you get all that, Cade? Uh, is it to the color of... Oh, Blood Queen Inverser. Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe. Who knows? Uh, since this is the first question of the day, it's pretty clearly Stipples, uh, Preacher, and Locke, or some sort of Drugenvost-related force. And by the nature of your question, it couldn't be exact, but the Blood Queen and Verser did play a hand in things, even though they weren't technically part of the Cerberus Assault. I'm just going to have to mute this chat. This is way too many notifications. All right. So, that's your question, Alar. Are you going to repeat the information you learned both from the question and from your answer? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, How do you phrase it? Uh, so... It's pro- it looks like the three forces are the Preacher, 5 by 5 and what's the last one, Stipples? Did yes. we agree on that? And Stipples, and then there's Blood Queen and Verser outside of that. And... What did you learn from your answer? Uh, I can't remember. What did you ask? Oh, uh, oh my uh, gosh, I'm so proud of you, Kate. We just participated, uh, I asked who participated, we learned that they are all participating in the Cerberus Assault. No. What are you? Oh, what am Second I? Second thing you said. Oh. I might, the, the thing. There is a good chance that he is the heart of five. There you go. Golem said I could I said I was the heart of five, and he said that almost is that answer is almost sufficient. Now I'm terrified. Interesting. Who's next? So do you want to go next? And remember, every time you're placed in front of the golem, you can just say, I have not come up with an answer. You can just skip that section. But Jacob, you're picking up the book? I am picking the book. What are you? I am the lifeless feast. 
That answer is almost sufficient. I'm the bane of Locke's existence. That answer is marginally less sufficient. question. Uh, hold on. I'd like to know who killed on death and the other repulse. Alright. You see a flock of ravens uh, surrounding what appears to be a uh, glowing orb of energy or something. And you see the, like the, the ravens are trying to peck at it or something, but you see the orb shoots off energy and kills the ravens. And you see the orb is vaguely skull-shaped. It's either whatever the preacher's doing or something else. Maybe something else. Something kind of Um. Are those the two, que- like options you come up with? Because this is your second question, so I if those are the two you want to differentiate between, I will answer which one is the correct answer. So. I would check. Basically, since the second one, it's still not very vague, but it's starting to get more vague. So I will say, if it's between something else or what the preacher's doing, I will say which one of those it is, if you want to know. If those are your two options. It is what the preacher is doing. Okay. Or, it's preacher-related. Eva, is there any questions? Do the other characters want to take a swing at opening up the book? Because once it starts getting to answer like four or five is when it starts to get really, really vague. So you have one-ish more question. Or are you guys good? Uh, be prepared for Nisha be sad. How's Raphaelia doing? Oh boy. Uh... Surprisingly, as you watch your friends get kind of like sucked into it, you grab onto the book and really nothing happens. Uh, but you kind of zoom, you ask how Rafalia is doing. Uh, and you see what looks to be five vultures feasting on a corpse. Uh, 
that resembles Rafalio. Uh, Bright, you heard her ask that question, by the way. No, my phone cut out. I didn't hear nothing. Bright heard Nisha ask, how's Rafalio doing? What are you going to do, Bright? No, I'm going to be honest. Honest with you, you need so. I thought it was dead. I... She's, she's burst into tears at this point. Are you going to explain it, Bright? Yeah, I'm going to explain it. So montage explains. Oh my gosh. This is not a moment for montage explaining. No, explain it. Oh, you want me to actually explain it? Yes. Okay, yeah. Does Caden the person remember what happened? I think I remember. Okay. So me and my friends were coming back from this undead camp, and we were attacked by Duma. And I... Alf killed. I want to say that Duma killed Rafalio. Yeah, it was Duma. That okay, yeah. Then, there wasn't enough room in the Cuba Force, and Rafalio sacrificed himself. Yeah. Totally not. The DM needed a convenient way to kill off the character. Yeah, Rafalio sacrificed his life to save the rest of us. Okay, now Nisha has a reason to fight the preacher. Out of character, did he actually sacrifice himself? Obviously, I know you needed to kill him off, but like... I I will say yes. I will say yes. He did actually sacrifice himself because there wasn't enough room. Because all the people that needed to fit in the Cuba Force, he kind of just stayed outside to save everyone. The sacrifice will not be in vain. She's probably just like gone over to Kapesk and has him comfort her. Oh, okay. So, well, now you definitely. There goes my flavor reason of not having them go. So, I guess there's more reason for Anti Lock to come with you guys to the past. Great. Sorry. <laughs> It's alright. Nisha's finally getting some arcing. It's great. She's basically being like, Deg, move over. It's my turn to kill the... It's my grudge now. It's my turn to punch the preacher. Isn't this, isn't this like... This is basically like everybody's grudge. Like, everybody has a grudge against the preacher. Like, a star has Gus... Jacob, he's undead. Bryce says he's undead and killed my family. Or, like, caused the killing of my family. Yeah. Um, caused the necromancer that killed his family. Yeah. Deg, did, did the preacher kill his I family? I think so. Um. <laughs> he killed K- He killed Alar's mother and just generally ruined his life more. 
really only hates Drew Goodballs. I got nothing against him. Buckman. I mean, Buckman's okay with the Preacher. Fine. Bright is, uh... You said you did the thing, but, like, did you... Caden, did you... You said something about doing the thing with Bright? Oh, no, the... But, the thing regarding his powers hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Okay. I think Bright just sees the preacher as like a potential threat. Like, if I'm this much as a threat as a chaos sorcerer, what's someone that's actually deliberately using their powers going to be? Yeah. And then a scowl, I think, is a life cleric, so... No, no, it's new oh, and Capesic is an order cleric. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, so if you guys think of stuff you... I'm probably gonna leave soon, too. If you guys think of anything you want to do before you time travel, just message me. I'll probably say cool, or if you have questions, I'll probably answer them. <laughs> let everybody else know uh, on the plan boys what you did uh what you I say I said uh if you do something just let people know that, that what you did oh okay oh all right well I, I thought that went without saying but yeah okay so I'm sorry we don't tell each other exactly what we're doing I don't think like I legitimately don't know how much you guys talk to each other about what you do, so... I'll see you guys later. Uh, but see yeah, you. thank you for coming on short notice. Glad we were able to get this session out of the way so that we're ready for next time, but... See you guys. Yeah. See ya.